welcome to the first episode of Consuming Aesop Rock. Uh, I'm Logan and I'm here with my friend Tim. Hey folks, yeah, we're talking about music this time around, so it's going to sound really pretentious. We're going to have a good time, but the kind of the goal is to torture people with how uh, uh, pretentious we are. Yeah, yeah. So if this is enjoyable to you, uh, I'm very sorry, personally. (laughs) That's not supposed to happen. (laughs) From the bottom of my heart. Um, Yeah, so the subject is Aesop Rock, uh, specifically the album um, Spirit World Field Guide. Um, I've been a huge fan of Aesop Rock for a long time. um, And uh, Tim is is more of a casual observer of my fandom of Aesop Rock, I think is the best way to put it at the current moment. Yeah, I'm like a fan of your fandom because it's you like it so much. I'm like, oh, this is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm impressed with this guy. This is like top level musician. Sometimes when I get into it, a certain song will feel really good. More so the lyrics. I'm like, this guy just he says things that are it's like reading the highest level philosopher. It feels like reading Nietzsche, you know, where it's so dense. This one line has you know, many, many pages worth of meaning, but he condenses it down to one thing and it takes you a while just to sit there. And you're like, I like what it sounds like, but I don't know what it means. And you're, you're amazed by it. Yeah. And you mentioned that uh, comparison to Nietzsche a little while ago. And I was so happy to hear that because I feel the same. And honestly, I, I, there's the Bible, there's Nietzsche and there's Aesop Rock. And they all seem similar in how, how, how densely, like you were talking about how densely, uh, packed meaning is at least purported to be. I haven't read much of the Bible, but I hear that about the Bible. And I Mm, I definitely get that from Nietzsche. Um, And there's a, I guess the other similarity there is there's like an artistic quality to it or poetic quality. Cause you can read, there are some philosophical books that feel dense, but it's not particularly enjoyable. It's just like, oh, this is the work I have to do to get the idea. But uh, yeah, right. Pretty much textbook reading. There's no, um, artistry to it which you know almost suggests there's less truth to it but maybe that's getting ahead of ourselves right yeah so this so we're just going to do one podcast i think we're just going to do one episode every song right um rather than spend more than one episode on one song just do the whole album and if some some and some of the songs will remain at least partially indecipherable uh but one one thing i like about this album is uh, compared to his other albums is first of all, I think it might be his best one, but one of the things I like about it is there's a really nice variety of some songs are pretty dense and some songs are just really straightforward. And the first track, which we're sort of loosely basing this uh, first episode on is uh, a great example of that. It's, he's actually just speaking, you know, um, hello from the spirit world. And it's like this missive uh, presenting his findings as if he's written a, uh, almost like a scientific journal about this other realm called the spirit world. Uh, and, it's, uh, uh, it's kind of straightforward, you know, it's, I mean, it's, biz- it's bizarre in the sense he's talking about this very strange thing, which I have various theories about what he's actually talking about, whether it's really strange or just normal life for all of us, but it's just a well-written, it's very clear that this is use, applicable to generally to almost any guide that you read, you know, experiences may vary, you know, read the whole thing, even if all of it doesn't apply, because maybe it'll come up unexpectedly. And of course, something might happen to you that uh, this guy doesn't cover, like he addresses all these general things, but he's talking about entering a spirit world. Yeah. And you said you had a favorite line from here. What, what was that line? Oh, I liked 
there is a point where he says, there are days I fear my work will only serve to create more confusion about what I found, but I felt it necessary to stay the course in hopes that these insights may be illuminating for some. Mm -hmm. And I just thought that was well-written for one thing, but it's just so true of any work that you do is sometimes you like, you can't make it perfect because you know that you know perfection is sort of unattainable and not wise to saying because you'll spend forever doing anything mm. um but there's always this fear it's like i'm not saying it quite as well as it's it's not quite translating from my conscious experience to what i want to communicate to other people and sometimes you worry that if it's too vague you know or if it's too precise it misses like the sort of the inherent vagueness of the thing you know so it's like on both sides there's the problem of vagueness and uh, just felt so applicable to almost all the work that I do, especially the writing that I do, but even like the engineering work that I do personally, because like, will people understand what I'm getting at here in this drawing, mm -hmm. this symbol? And uh, but so- But you felt it was just... necessary to stay the course, as Aesop Rock says here. Yeah. It's part of the line, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. The part of the strangeness of the song is, it, well, know if this is really a song more of an intro right but there's these like echoes and after that line actually after he says insights may be illuminating for some there's just audience laughter it's like a laugh track yeah and that's part of like you know laughing at that same idea kind of the hopelessness of it i don't know mm -hmm. exactly what he meant but that's part of what it made me feel yeah it is a that's a funny moment in the intro um uh, and it's it's probably the only part of the intro that's that's kind of vague and mysterious, which is again, rare for Aesop Rock. I mean, usually the mysteriousness is all over the place, but yeah, that's the impression I got too. Like that laughing is implying that there's something kind of ridiculous about it. Like you fool, <laughs> you think this will be helpful and illuminating. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's sort of like not insecurity, but you know, coming to terms with like, you're just, it can't be a complete guide to this uh, spirit world. Right. Do you have any sense of whether what he's talking about? Do you think he's being literal? I was thinking like, is this drug use? Is this just normal life where we're spirits inevitably, you know, in interdimensional? Like, what does that mean? Or is this like, he's gone on, he's no longer in the physical realm at all, left the body, right. you know, purely in the like spiritual. Any, does any of those sound better than the others? Yeah, yeah. Well, so uh, I guess I have a couple things to say. One thing is that in his past albums, he's alluded to, um, like woo-woo stuff, spirit world, not much, but enough to imply that he um, at least considers the concepts worth dealing with. And, um, and, and the impression I get from the album, I, of course, I've listened to this again and again. I mean, that's what happens with me with, with a new Aesop rock album. But uh, the impression I get is that he really um, is living yeah, that he, as he would maybe say, he's living with one foot in the real world and one foot in the spirit world and treats the spirit world as a real thing. Uh, it's actually quite Jungian, uh, which is interesting um, uh, in how he deals. It seems like he's dealing with, with, with symbols, but letting them be a real, like the symbolic uh, spirit world be a reality that, that one contends with um, in, in, with the same kind of, respect of reality that you'd give to the material world. That's my read. There, there are songs, like there's one about flies. It's almost entirely about flies. We'll get to it. And, it's, and I, when I listen to that song, I'm, I'm, I wonder, it's such a material song. 
But interestingly, the, the fact that it's in this album then makes me try to reinterpret it as a spiritual statement of some sort. And which, which is interesting to do. Um, and I don't know if that's what he intended. It makes, I don't know. I, I don't know what to say about that other than it's, I like, I like that. I like that, that, I like that it flavors the song in that way, even though the content of the song in that case is clearly not about the spirit world at all. Mercy. Or, I shouldn't say clearly, but. Yeah. That, well, it sounds like that song will have plenty to talk about. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's more that's more than I was expecting. Yeah, this this <laughs> album has given me a lot of uh, material. It seems excited to get into all this stuff. Sweet. Next song, song two. Oh, I wish I knew what song two was. The Gates. 